Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really pumped for this week's episode because we're talking all the things related to customer service with Heather Roof of Atlas Event Rental, which is a high-end event rental company located in South Florida. Heather has been providing exceptional customer service to her clients since 2004, and I'm really pumped to pick her brain today and find out how we can make sure our clients are happy, even when they're not. It's a really good episode, and I hope you guys pick out pick up a couple of good tips. So before we begin, a few things to announce. Uh, we changed our company name. We are now Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited about it. I totally feel like myself online and in person, and the response that you guys have been giving me has been overwhelmingly supportive. So thank you so much. You made the transition very seamless for me. I was nervous about it. I've said that before, but here we are. We're officially JanaeKirshner.com. All the socials have changed, and thank you again. We're officially live. Another exciting thing that's happening in the new year is that I'm speaking at the Hybrid Co. this March in San Diego. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited. I'm going to be hosting my very own breakout class about, you know, what else, how to start a podcast. So this is going to be an incredible experience. I love this conference. I've gone as an attendee twice before. So to be able to be part of the speaker lineup is really a dream come true. So if you haven't heard about The Hybrid Co., you can go to www.thehybridco.com. It's a conference for digital and film wedding photographers and photographers um, in general, but specifically wedding and family. That's really who the speakers cater to. Um, and if you're interested in going, if this is a fit for you and you want to fly to California with me, you can save $50 off your ticket when you use the code Kirshner at checkout. And I hope to see you guys there. Also, don't forget to visit us online at www.twithjanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So get ready, you guys. Grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. We have a wonderful guest today. Um, Heather, can you say hi? Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited you're here. Uh, we have a super fun topic, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite topics, so yeah. super excited. Awesome. Yeah. So let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you started your business. Sure. So I am with Atlas Event Rental. We are a full-service, high-end event rental company located here in South Florida. We have three showrooms. Our main showroom is in Boynton Beach with a 40,000-square-foot warehouse. We have a satellite showroom in Miami, and we're so excited because this past Monday, we opened our third 
showroom in Stewart. So it's about 40 minutes north of us. So that was long time in the plan. So we're super excited for that. Um, we're a full service event rental company, tables, chairs, china, linens, dance floors, catering equipment, you name it. I always say pretty much everything except for tents, but anything that goes under the tent or back of house or anything to set a beautiful table, it's what we do. I've been with the company for 15 years. Wow. I started as an inside sales associate, um, did that for a few years, then moved um, into an outside sales role, then from there became the sales manager, and six years ago became a partner in the company. Wonderful. So, wow. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. So it's been my home for quite a while. It'll be my home for a long time to come. And um, yeah, events have always been my passion. It was just kind of finding the right way to use it. I started in nonprofit, got my you know feet wet in there, just wasn't for me the nonprofit world, um, but appreciate and learned a lot from it. And I always say you kind of need to try a few different things to see what you like and especially don't like. Um, stumbled upon this totally, totally random. It was actually kind of a very small world meeting with my now partner when I interviewed here just kind of shows me that it was all meant to be. This was kind of my forever home. And um, yeah, so here I am 15 years later running our three showrooms and our sales team of over 10 people and um, excited for all the growth that we're, you know, about to have. So it's been a a really, really, really exciting journey. That's awesome. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. F 15 years in one place. You definitely like it there. <laughs> I do. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a tad. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today because we're going to talk about customer service. And this is a topic that we haven't had yet. And I'm so happy that you're here to talk about this because it's a, a huge part of owning your own business and actually staying in business, you know? Yep. And it's so many people I feel have lost customer service in today's day of the challenges of hiring people and, um, you know, technology taking over that really a lot of companies have, have lost what customer service is. So yes, it's always great to talk about it and kind of revisit the importance of why we all need it. Right. Yeah. And to re remind people that it, it's good to have good customer service. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so let's start off. Like what's your biggest takeaway that you could share about having good customer service? So, you know, people, the number one question everyone always says to me is how did you guys grow? Right. How are you growing your sales? How are you opening showrooms, especially, you know, when there's down economies and, um, all of the challenges out there and the companies that are giving stuff away and the heavy competition, um, you know, how have you guys grown? And we always say our customer service and our quality. And I, I believe in that, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, a chair is a chair is a chair, right? A plate is a plate. Half of the rental companies, we all rent the same items. So what makes people keep coming back to Atlas is hands down our customer service experience. And that's what I believe it is. It's an experience that we create from front to back. It's the experience that we create from the minute someone calls, the minute someone walks into our showroom. It's my drivers that deliver. It's my ops team on the weekend. If a client has an emergency, the entire company has to have the same customer service corporate philosophy 
to make sure our clients are getting the same experience across the board, regardless of who they speak to. So with the right customer service, I have found that it has allowed us to keep clients for 15, 20 years. There's clients of Atlas that have started way before me. And it's, it's amazing to hear the stories. They're telling me stories of when the company first started and how amazing it is to see where we've grown. So that company philosophy and all of your, your entire team believing in it and learning it and us being willing to train all of our employees on that philosophy, that is the key to customer service, that continuity of always having the same experience and people understanding. I use Atlas because of their, ser their service. They're not the cheapest, but this is why you have to use Atlas because you're not going to get service the way they do anywhere else. And that really is your driving factor. That's that's what allows clients to come back. That's what allows you to raise your prices. Um, that's what draws great employees because they want to work for a company that that clients are happy with. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for myself, I mean, this is like so awesome. <laughs> I'm already excited. You know, for myself and our listeners, a lot of us are, are one-person operations, you know, self-employed, self-owned. You know, how do we figure out our own customer service policy? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always say you have to try different things. And what I've always learned, the customer service tip that I always give people is, where's your favorite place to shop? And I always, for me, I love Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. I love Nordstrom's product. But more than that, I love their customer service. I actually worked there for about three months. I went through their training. And when I learned that someone showed up one day returning a tire when they're a clothing boutique and they took the tire back, I was blown away. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is why Nordstrom is one of the top department stores that is still around. And you'll notice their marketing is different, the way their, their salespeople greet you. So think about the experiences that you have on a daily basis, whether it's a clothing store, a makeup counter, a, a grocery store, a mechanic you visited, whatever it may be. And what did you love about it? What gave you the best experience where you said, that was great. I'm going to come back because we all have them. And sometimes it takes a minute to really think about it but we all have it and emulate it, you know, copy it. Like, don't be scared to, don't think you have to reinvent the wheel, right? Was it a company that does handwritten letters? Was it a company that called after every time that you went in to visit them? Was it an email survey that went out? Was it the way that someone interacted with you when you visited their showroom, right? I mean, like you said, we're, we're all in different businesses and, some of us have interactions, some don't. Some it's more tech related, but there's always a way to offer service. So really think about what touches you as a consumer, right? Because you always hear the negative. There's so many times that, you know, how many times have you ordered online and the product came broken right. or you aren't happy? And there is emotion behind that. I mean, I know a great example is I just ordered the prettiest dog food bowls because I'm redoing my house and I was so excited to get these dog food bowls from Chewy. Well, they came wrapped in brown paper shattered. And I was like, how do they send out ceramic wrapped in this paper? Mm -hmm. I call no questions asked. We'll send out a new one. Well, they sent out a new one, but unfortunately 
It wasn't wrapped that much better. They gave me a credit right away. They were going to resend it. And you know what? Even though I didn't get the end product, I was so impressed with their service. No questions asked. I got emails right away with the credit. The customer service rep was so delightful and apologetic. And you know what? Even though that the bowls came broken, I'll 100% go back just for their customer service. Yeah. So th- you think about all those things and then make it your own. I, this is reminding me of Zappos. Like their customer service yeah. is incredible. You know, like they go above and beyond. And I've had so many experiences with them. Just listening to you talk, like I got a shirt and they had a hole in it and they sent me a refund for the shirt. And then they sent me the shirt anyway. And they're like, keep it. Donate the other yep. one. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're losing money on this. I'm like, we just want you to be happy. We don't care. And I'm like, wow. Well, that's incredible. <laughs> and exactly that. And yes, like Zappos, and there's so many others. I mean, I've had a great experience at Oriental Trading. I mean, there's so many, so many companies exactly that. So you nailed it on the head. You said they just want you to be happy. And so many times I think we get so stuck in our policies, right? And I know we do it here. The sales girls are like, should I refund? Should I credit? I can't believe they're asking for $5 back. And at the end, I'll say to them, put yourself in their shoes. What is going to make the client happy? Don't think of it as it's breaking our policy. It's $5 because they're going to come back for more. And exactly what you felt with Zappos, make it your own. What emotion can you provide to give your clients the same exact thing that you felt when you dealt with them from a consumer end of shopping at first? And then when there was an issue, because right, none of us are perfect. There's always going to be unhappy clients. None of us can prevent that as good as we all are, but it's all how we handle them as part of our service. Yeah. And this actually leads to like a thought that I had, like sometimes, you know, the, the customer is not always right. You know, like how how Mm -hmm. do you stick up for yourself in a sticky situation while giving good customer service? So, you know, the customer is not always right, but the customer is always right. Right. I mean, We joke at the end of the day, you have to stick up for who you are and you have to stick up for your company. But again, at the end of the day, you have to weigh out like the risk versus the value. So I think it's okay when we have an angry client or there's a client who's being very unfair, I'll tell them. And as long as you do it in a nice way and say, we might not agree and it's okay, but I want to let you know why we did this. Because I don't want them to think of us in a negative fashion. So you have to stick up for yourself. And it's okay to explain why you have a policy. We explain why you can't make changes after 48 hours. And it's okay to explain the why. And I think that's super important. Because if you just come out all bullish and say, no, 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 the client's not coming back. Explain your policies. But always know that the the good old saying rules are meant to be broken you have to break rules sometimes. So even though we don't allow changes, when it's your top client, sometimes you break the rule. When someone's begging you and you know that there's $100,000 of business coming right behind it, you break the rule. And that's okay. That's what we do for service and repeat clients. So stand up for yourself, but make sure you do it in a nice, respectful way. You never want to come back and be in attack mode. That's the worst thing you could do. And sympathize, say to the client, I understand, I hear you, and I'm going to take what you're saying, and I'm really going to think about it, and maybe the next time you call, 
we will have a different philosophy. Mm -hmm. Thank you for shedding light on your opinion because without your feedback, we can't be better. And know that you need the feedback, but stand up for what you, you know, what you believe in, stand up for your values, discuss it with your team and move on, but make the client happy. Yeah. I like that. I think it's explaining your why as to why you do things is very important because sometimes as wedding photographers, you know, people like, can I have the raw images? And you know, it's like, no, I'm not going to give you the raw images. And they're like, well, why not? I said, well, because they're unfinished, they're unedited They're It's not the end product. And you would never go to a baker and be like, just give me your ingredients. I'll make the cake myself, you know? And then once they, I like explain that they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Like that. Oh, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So I think that's, I think it's really smart. So let's talk about after, after your wedding, after your session, after your event, can you share three tips for our listeners to implement into their post-event workflow? Like what could they, we do to, to get that customer service buzz going? Yeah. So one thing, one thing we do, you know, make things simple, right? We're all busy. Like we're, we're all in this crazy world. No one has time to sit there and maybe realistically call every client. If you have one event, it might be realistic. If you have 50, it might not be as realistic So really, again, you know, customize it to what you do. Always do some kind of post-event follow-up. Make it personal. So either make it a call, make it a handwritten note, and even an email. A very lovely email is okay. Even if it's like on a Sunday and you don't want to bother them, but at least they know that you're thinking about them. How was everything? It was such an honor and a pleasure to be a part of your event. I'm here to always help you. Let me know how I could assist going forward. What we do is we do automatic post-event follow-ups. Two questions. It's literally rate us and give us your feedback. That ties into Google. So again, my my philosophy is if you're going to do something, make it beneficial, right? So use the fluff. Use the send out a gift, send out a thank you card, send out the email, make the call. That's kind of a personal fluff that is just a warm and feel good. Now try to do something that could get you Google reviews, that could help with your Google Analytics, that could help when people do a search for photographers or planners or florists in your area. So what we do is we do a post-event email, keep it short, keep it simple, right? No one has time for anything, keep it very short. How did we do? I would say 99% of the time we get positive reviews, we'll get amazing emails, we could use those in social media, we could post those on our website. Again, use it to your advantage. The 1% of the time that we get a negative um, review, those all come to me and they get a call immediately. Again, I might not be able to make them all happy. Maybe they had a bad day, but at least they could say, you know what? I was really impressed with how Atlas handled it. I got a call immediately. We nipped it in the butt. We discussed it. Again, we can't all agree, but we could also agree to disagree, but at least they could say that we didn't ignore them. So all of those post-event follow-ups, sometimes for really big clients, we'll send out a fun swag bag, we'll send out a bucket of cookies, some cookies or cake from a local vendor, just anything, again, that makes the client feel good. And also know the level of client. Yes, you know, a client is a client, but you also know who could give you the opportunity for more business, who's in a certain circle that you would love to get more from. Well, really dote on those people, right? I mean, Can you feature their event, get permission to post on social media? Maybe they're an influencer. They want to get some social media coverage. 
So use that social media to your advantage um, and make it a win-win if you, you know, if you can back and forth. Yeah. It's so interesting because I asked for my reviews for my couples after I deliver their gift. Um. care like they just had the best it was the best day and they're like going off of that so I'm wondering thinking as you're talking like maybe I should ask them to write me a review right after the wedding because that's kind of you know they're on a high and you again it's like isn't it funny how it all comes back to emotion right like Zappos made you feel great in their service the bride she wrote to you right away because she just felt good. It, like, it's not even about the pictures, right? right? It's all customer service is all emotional. So 100%, I would be sending them an email immediately how honored you were to be a part of their day and to share their feedback and review. Because trust me, when they get their pictures, if they're not happy, you'll hear about it. But at least you have that positive feedback. And even by then, even if they're not happy, you'll fix it. So they might have still had an amazing experience, but why even allow them to go to a negative place? Right. So if they're happy from the get-go and had the best day of their life, that's because you gave that to them. It didn't even matter the quality of the picture, but you know, you clearly were great to work with and you were there for them and they felt you captured all that. So send out those surveys immediately because when it's too late, they've moved on, right? They're back from their honeymoon. They're too busy. They're back to their job. They've moved into a new house, whatever it may be, get their surveys out. We do it immediately following and we find it's, it's a much higher capture rate than if we wait. Yeah. That's a great tip. Cause, cause uh, sometimes I have couples that they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to write you a review. And then I'm just hounding them for like months later. I'm like, this yep. isn't even fun for me anymore. <laughs> so, right. Yep. Yeah. So in your experience, you know, what is the number one thing not to do if you had uh, if you have an unhappy customer, you kind of touched upon it, but I would just like you to elaborate a little bit more. Yeah. So again, I mean, you really, you have to make the client feel like they're always right. Even when they're wrong, you have to make them feel like they're right. And trust me, I am one of the, one of the first people to stand up and fight back because I, I'm so passionate about what we do and know how hard my team works. But you have to be humble enough to just sometimes throw your hands up and say, you know what? I hear you. I apologize. And what can I do to make you happy? I think that's very important. My sales team every single day comes to me and goes, should we, should we credit? Should we refund? Should we refund? I got a refund. They're not happy. And we run through every scenario and I'm like, did they ask for a refund? And they're like, no. So I said, why are you refunding? That's going to hurt the bottom line. That's going to hurt your commission. I, I don't know. We have to refund. They weren't happy. And we'll call the client and we'll walk through and we'll say, what do you think is fair? And they'll say, I don't know. My next order. Can you just make sure I get the satin linen? Right. Absolutely. And I'll say, did that require a refund? So I find that is one of the most important questions. What do you find fair? Because what you think you have to do, don't go to refund the $3,000, you know, photography package. Don't go to refund the floral arrangement they weren't happy with. Don't refund half the order. Maybe what they're looking for is something so simple. Maybe you know they have an event coming up and you want to comp a portion of it. You want to throw in something complimentary. Again, it's looking at your bottom line of not jeopardizing you and your company, but making the client happy. So that one question of 
what can I do to fix this? What do you find fair? Because that's what's important to me. I want you to be happy. And then just do whatever they say. As long as it's within reason, just do it. Because they're telling you, there's what you want, right? We don't want angry clients. Don't assume. I always say, don't assume and don't create storybooks. If you just ask and let them tell you, problem solved. Yeah. And you could give them what makes them happy and move on. And you're still getting a great review because you've made them happy. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's such a great opportunity to change the situation and like yep. make it in your favor versus just having them really upset. And, and what's it that, what do they always say? Like they'll tell seven people that they don't like you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's some thing, like they'll tell more people about a bad experience than a good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, how many people have done that? You go to, you know, like I'll go into a store and I'm like, don't ever go there again because that salesperson's so rude. I will never go back in. No, we always joke, you know, you always hear the bad and when we actually get something positive, it, it, it really is so nice. And, but unfortunately, again, we kind of live in this world where the good is expected. Um, but the bad, everyone shouts it from the world and social media clearly hasn't helped because one bad review, right. could go viral and you, your whole state knows that you didn't show up or something happened or something was discolored, even though it might be farthest from the truth. Right. right. I mean, you can, are you going to sit there and fight with people on social media? So social media has definitely, uh, you know, it could help us and hurt us in the same fashion, but that's why, you know, at the end, just make the client happy and, and usually it's, they forget about it because they see that, that you're, you're turning a negative situation into a positive one. Yeah. So let's talk about social media for a second. Like what would you do if you did get a bad review? Because I know that this is like everyone's worst fear. Like they mm -hmm. do not want a bad review. And even though some sites like The Knot um, and Wedding Wire give you the opportunity to reply and respond, you know, what, what can, how can we fix that if that happens? So that's a great question. And this is actually why we do the surveys immediately, because what we found is they feel if they fill out a survey, they're getting to us more direct. So if someone's really pissed, they will go more to our survey and write a whole novel than social media. So that's why we really love sending out those surveys immediately to kind of catch them from going to social media. Literally in my 15 years, I want to say we've had maybe five negative reviews on social media. Um, we reply to them, you know, it's, you go to any major company, you can't make everyone happy. It doesn't matter who you are, how big you are. You reply to it, apologizing. You give them the opportunity. You know, what I always say is if I come back to you and I ask for your information and I want to speak to you, I want to email with you and I want a moment to learn more about what we did that made you unhappy, then that's okay. Write any review that you want. If you choose then not to come back and give me that information, well, then at that point, you have to really look like what the review is really about. And people will see that. What, we, what we've been taught is reply, apologize, ask for their information. And then from there, just keep replying and people will, see, you know, they'll see the feed. They'll either reply back and say thank you and give us their number and then you could reply back and say we look forward to chatting with you to correct it or after you've spoken to them you could reply back and say thank you so much for the opportunity of speaking with you and as long as people see that you've handled it 
I've never met any company that's really had an issue with negative reviews hurting their bottom line. So again, hit it head on. You could ask them if they'll, you know, do you mind taking down that post? I know it sounds like this was a misunderstanding and you can imagine social media and reviews, what it does. We've asked clients to take them down and they'll take them down. You know, people just want to vent and be heard, right? right? Yeah. So, you know, you could ask them to take it down. And again, most do. I mean, really, like I said, in 15 years, we've had such minimum such a minimal amount of negative reviews. And, you know, in a a given week, we could deliver up to 200 deliveries. So we're high volume and really people barely go to social media and it doesn't look good for them too. That's what I've learned. When you post something other people see, and that's when you start getting into debate. They're great. What are you talking about? And no one wants that. So we really try to nip it in the butt like immediately. Yeah. I mean, I know in art, in the wedding photography, specifically that realm, like when people write, there's like been a couple of instances that have made the news because the bride or the groom, they went after the photographer and they made up some erroneous stories and they thought it was okay to like post all this stuff. And like one photographer lost her entire business because of this, wow. of this. but then it turns out like she took them to court and then she got one, like a million dollar lawsuit because it was like um, defamation of character and it was untrue. So you have to be you know, aware that like what people write can actually bite them in the butt (laughs) if it's not true, you know, like it's just like a double-edged sword here. And that's why you have to fight back. I mean, if someone's, you know, going on there saying something that is not true, I mean, again, standing up for yourself, you have to fight back. I mean, and there was that we've had an ex-employee, I mean, not even a client, you know, one or two disgruntled employees go on there and, you know, we've had those removed because they were so, they were so bogus and out there. Um, but yeah, even if you have an employee like on Glassdoor, I mean, they're out there and there's always going to be something, but defend yourself. And if it does get to that point, I mean, yeah, I mean, hire a lawyer, do what you got to do to defend yourself. Yeah, but totally. Um, yeah. So can you share three examples? And I know you touched on this uh, in the beginning like, of the best customer service you've ever received from anywhere to help inspire our listeners. So yeah, so Nordstrom is my number one, and here is why. Um, from the minute you walk into the store, I always say the environment, right? So whether you have a showroom, um, you know, whether someone's going to your website, it's that feel. Nordstrom is always very clean. It's organized. It's easy to navigate, which makes me think people care. They might hate their jobs, but I would never know that. <laughs> so it just gives me a feel that they're happy. They greet you. Um, so I definitely love the feel of it. Um, if you notice their return policy, mm-hmm. you never hear a no. You could return something used. You could return something six months later. You could return something worn and damaged. They always say yes. And what has that done? That is actually build their sales. So they're not looking at, looking at it as, oh my God, today I am losing $1,000. No, they're looking at it as I am making a client happy and they will be back to spend another 2000 So that ease of shopping without the stress, what's your return policy? They've taken all of that away. Um, If you notice when you go into Nordstrom, you'll never have a salesperson pass you a bag over the counter. They will come walk around and hand it to you. It seems so little, but you know what? It makes you feel important. Even if you spend $10 on a hair clip, 
They will walk out the bag to you because they want you to feel like you're a VIP client, which again, it's all that customer service and going back to emotion. They want you to come back. They have their Nordstrom notes where if you spend X amount of dollars, you get a fun little gift card and you get invited to little cocktail parties and you could see what tier you're on. So even all of their marketing and their, um, their emails are super fun and make you feel important. And almost like, I hate to say, make you want to give them your dollar, right? I mean, we all work so hard for our money, but if you're going to give it to someone, you want them to feel like that it's really being appreciated. Um, And the other thing too is how often do you get nowadays a handwritten note from a salesperson? Well, Nordstrom still does it. Um, I love when I get that handwritten note. Thank you so much for buying your son's shoes here. Can't wait to see you again. Or Thanks so much for buying that lipstick. Our new fall collection is coming out. What like a great touch that you never get. And I can guarantee that when you go back and buy your kid's shoes or a new lipstick, you're going to remember the person's name and you're going to want to go back to them and they're on commission and they work hard for their sales and goals. And it really makes you feel important. So all of those little things to me, like Nordstrom has really nailed it on the head. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Yeah. And I think, um, even like for us, like a handwritten note, a nice thank you. I've Mm -hmm. been doing something. Um, we had Megan on the show about surprise and delight and I've been doing a one year anniversary gift out of nowhere. Like they don't expect it. So they get a a little gift in the mail and this is the first year I've been doing it. And every single couple flips out over it. They're like, you remembered. Thank you. You know, like that's, my way of doing a little customer service, like a little, you know, something at the end to surprise and delight and get them talking about me again and giving them that good feeling that they had a year ago when I shot their wedding. Yeah, no, that's amazing. We just did for Halloween. We sent out to our top like 15 clients, these really cute Halloween buckets from Popcorn Factory. Again, so simple, but it was like, Here's a little, you know, kickoff season. We could all use a little junk food um, to deal with our stress. And um, I think five of them all posted on Instagram, you know, thanks, Atlas. We're all munching away and we all got emails. So, yeah, keep it simple sometimes. And depending whether it's one year, whether it's right after, there's so many amazing gifts that, again, we're all busy, right? So don't stress yourself out. Go on Etsy, go on Google, Popcorn Factory. Use one of your local vendors. There's so many great things that you could send to a client. And really, small or big, clients appreciate it. Again, it all goes back to that emotion. It makes them feel like you stopped and you thought about them. And we all want that at the end of the day. Yeah, I love that. Well, Heather, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Lots of great tips for everybody to listen to. Um, Why don't let's ever, excuse me. Let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, and say hello online. Perfect. So our website is atliseventrental.com. So we have a great website with all of our products, a design center. Um, Also follow us at atliseventrental on Instagram. We have a fun hashtag. If people want to post about us, it's iPartyWithAtlas. Oh, nice. And yeah, and my email is Heather at atlaseventrental.com where you could reach me 24 seven 
um, because my phone never leaves my side. So I'm here (laughs) to help if anyone has any further questions or wants any further discussion. Awesome. Great. And I'll list all of this in the show notes. And thank you so much for being a guest today. We're so excited that you were here. Thank you so much for having me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now that's it you guys thanks so much for making it to the end of the show i hope you liked today's episode thank you heather for being our guest we're so happy to have you here and such great advice so if you guys want to say hi to heather and if you have any questions or if you want to go to one of her speaking gigs you can visit her at www.atlantisrental.com or you can email her at heather at atlantisrental.com and I'm going to put all this information in the show notes. You can say hi on social and let her know you listened to the episode. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys. <laughs>